Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the UR Pod Usage Rate. Uh, our next preview of a super coach slash blitz crossover. We're looking at the Illawarra Hawks. How are we, Baz? Hey, going well, and I've been good. <laughs> Gets me every time. Gets you. It does. It does get you. Gets me every time. I've only just noticed that you've got the uh, got the Jackie scarf on and the, the little NBL sleeve. What's that jumper you've got on? I've got the Jackie's jumper um, from last year. <laughs> but um, you, Did you do that on purpose, the Jackie jumper? Um, not really. Um, as in, did I mean to say Jackie's jumper or did yeah. I mean to uh, wear the Jackie's jumper? Oh, say it. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it is. Um, maybe <laughs> we save this for the Jackie's episode. <laughs> But, yeah, um, right. Let's move on. Illawarra Hawks. Uh, who who are you going to keep an eye on over the blitz, mate? Well, there's a guy which um, I'm not sure why. Sometimes when you you do your Google searches, they, you can't find too much information out about him. And this kind of surprised me with uh, two players. Um, one's from Kings and one's from the Hawks. Yep. And it is Gary, Gary Clark from the mm. Hawks. So um, there's some things I like here. Um, and these are not fantasy related. Um, I quite like that he uh, that he played with Okafor. Um, do you hear Okafor? He played. Oh, I thought you meant Mecca Okafor. No, he's not that old. <laughs> um, Shabazz Napier and Kenneth Reed, which some people are asking, where's he gone? Well, he's gone to go play with Gary Clark in um, in Mexico in the G League, and he's put yeah, up decent right. numbers. Um, and that's like a pretty like sometimes you question the legitimacy of the league that these guys come from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like um, earlier in the episode, or a few episodes ago, you mentioned about Jamal Franklin and he was playing in the Filipino league and putting up two K stats. So this guy's playing in the same team as uh, what were ex NBA players who some of those guys played decent minutes and decent roles, and he's put up good numbers. So he's a rebounder um, who puts up about twenty points, um, eight rebounds, shoot. 40% from three. So all that sort of stuff there is translating for me to a good fantasy game. Um, yeah, he's obviously 277, mm-hmm. priced to that import spot. Um, but based on import reliability, um, I think that you you know he's come from a good league, so therefore you know he can play. And if he puts up anything remotely close to his G League numbers, he's going to go up in price. So yeah. that's why he's, he's on my radar. Hasn't been a lot of info about him, not a lot of hype. Maybe that's because he's at the Hawks and um, they mm. haven't had been too successful lately. Um, but coming in, I think that is definitely one to watch. Yeah, interesting one. Uh, I like your point about um, knowing that they come from a credible league as well. Um, I can only help think about um, Craig Randall last year, though, who obviously put up big numbers in the G League but was a headache of a teammate. Do we know anything about that? Um. Never spoke to the bloke, um, so I can't tell you. Um, I, I got nothing. I got nothing on the character side of things. I guess mm. the other thing is he's been he's been to five NBA teams as well. Yeah. Um, in I think it was Orlando Magic. Um, yep. I have to check these stats here, but um, that was where he played his most minutes, and for he still averaged um, three boards, even though he was mm. only playing limited minutes there. So yeah. I think you're going to get the rebounds from him. Mm. Um, it might take a few away from Froling, but. Um, you look across the board, um, Harvey for a shooting guard is definitely not a great rebounder. Robinson and Blanchfield, um, they could steal a few boards from him, but I definitely think the majority of those come from Clark and Froling. So yeah. they're going to be available. They're going to be up for grabs. And 
hopefully he's a good character. Hopefully he's a nice guy. But yeah, um, yeah, that is a good point. Um, that maybe maybe the ego comes with him as well. Who knows? Yeah, potentially. Um, I think though, if you're playing that many, would he play like eighteen minutes in twenty twenty for Orlando across thirty five games and averaged um, three and a half points, three and a half boards. So um, when you're able to do that, not so many years ago, you think he would be a pretty solid player uh, in our league. Yeah. Two guys that I'm yeah. pretty big on. You're a three. You're a three. Yeah, I'm I'm high on the Illawarra Hawks. I've got them finishing um, yeah. fourth, so um, I'm I'm real high on them. Um, oh, I've got something different. They're well coached. Um, I I loved watching Justin Robinson in the Blitz last year, and then it was just really unfortunate he got injured um, after one game, um, and that that one game was against Sydney as well. So um, yeah, he had twenty points, eight assists. In that game, um, he's another one that's been on a handful of NBA teams. Um, so I, I think it's it's only going to be a good thing for them. As um, do we say as good as Tyler Harvey's been? Um, he's been he's been um, at Illawarra for a few years now. He had a down year last year. Um, I think that's because he had to have the ball in his hands more. He's definitely more of a shooting guard. So I think Robinson's going to be given the ball a lot. Um, everything's going to sort of run through him um, as opposed to through Froling and Harvey this year. So yeah. if he's averaging 20 and 8, I mean, I know that's only a one-game sample size, um, but you're looking at 36 points just out of those two st- um, statistical categories. Yeah, I think it shows a, a bit of faith that the Hawks have in him that they obviously brought him in last year and missed the whole season and mm. to... To bring him back, um, this year obviously shows he's got a bit of faith in him. They could have either um, cut him or, or not renegotiated a new contract with him. Like That would have been an easy choice and gone and looked elsewhere. Obviously, they're high on him if you've, you're putting in that time to get two years out of him. Mm-hmm. I think um, last year, the Hawks' offense was pretty much um, everyone else go and sit in the corner and Harvey and Froling go and play pick and roll. Yeah. And virtually ended up with about five seconds left on the shot clock and Tyler Harvey's chucking him up from half court. So, yeah. That was pretty much what happened last year. So I think you are right. Um, but yeah, things will change there. Yeah, I think I think they've got a good coach. Um, and last year they were they were doing what they had to do, keeping the ball in Harvey and um, Froling's hands because I don't I don't think the coach trusted anyone else to have it in their hands. It's probably fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. I think um, Todd Blanchfield is a watch. Um, so. Yep. Um, obviously fell out of favour at Perth last year. He was at Illawarra what, three years ago now, um, and he was a pretty solid player there. Um, had a few games of 20 points, so he's definitely someone that can um, put the ball in the hoop, um, and he's pretty solid all-around player. He'll get you um, three rebounds, three assists a game, um, and he's only priced at 101, and he's also got that flexibility. He's listed as a forward and a guard, so um, like... I think um, if you sort of compare him to someone, I'll use Rocco Zakarski as an example, um, even though he's a centre, but he's priced at 115. He's 17 years old. He's never played professional basketball. Todd Blanchfield um, has played for the Boomers, um, has scored scored 20 points a heap of times that I've watched him play in the NBL. He's back in a better situation. He's only priced at 101 and he's got the flexibility. So I think he can be a really good pick. Yeah, 
And he recently had a massive game and won that NBL NBL one championship on the oh, hardest yeah. court to see. Um, <laughs> I did send you, I did send you a link with that for the yeah. worst court in the world, um, where it looks like they're making three pointers when they're doing layups, but it's actually the netball line. Um, but yeah, he's got character. It's got character. It's the worst court ever. You get it for <laughs> free on NBA two K, I reckon. Looks like their school gym. Um. Yeah, you're right. He did have a huge game, didn't he? So he's um yeah. he's in pretty good touch over the off season. And then the other one that I'm pretty big on uh, at a rookie price is Lockie Albrick. Um, he's also got that flexibility of the forward centre, and he's priced at sixty nine. So um, he's he's powerful. He can shoot the ball. Uh, he's a good rebounder, um, and he's dirt cheap, nearly as cheap as you can get. So. Um, with only like Peatlings or other backup big, so um, I think he's going to get get a few minutes, probably fifteen minutes a game. Um, so I think he'll only uh, up in value being priced at at that uh, at that low of a point. Yeah, well, I think as you mentioned that being those low price players, if they can find or um, create some minutes for themselves, then you're going to you're going to see the value. Mm. I think probably from my perspective, I. I had Bannon earlier. I think these two are probably in the same boat. It'll just be you probably take taking one of them, yeah. Um, and you just hope you hope you get it right with which one. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to sometimes, isn't it? It's just like it is a little bit of luck. Oh, absolutely, right. uh, luck and a bit of strategy. Yeah, we'll be taking a real close look at those couple of guys in the blitz. Yeah, All right. I really like. Um, I think. What you mentioned about the Hawks, I think a lot of people might avoid these guys mm. because they've had they've struggled over the past two seasons. So well, they made the semi-finals two years ago. Yeah, but obviously the last two seasons they really struggled to win. Um, they can't be those that team has been a bit of an easy win. Nah, so, just last year, yeah. definitely just last year. You can't be in the semi-finals. You can't win a game in the semi-finals if you <laughs> if you're an easy beat. Yeah, definitely last year then. <laughs> Definitely yeah. last year. Yeah. But yeah maybe you're probably right, though. Maybe that's why. I'll see your point there. Yeah. Right, eh? good. We'll leave the Hawks there and on to Melbourne United uh, next episode. Bye for now. Sounds good. Bye now. <laughs>